Grasp the Bible is a podcast of Spring Baptist Church that walks through selected books of the Bible, verse by verse, as well as spends time exploring biblical ideas and topics to help you understand and apply God's Word in your daily life. Pastor Dale Stein of our Klein Campus will be leading each week's study. This is our 100th episode. Thank you for joining us this week. Pastor Daryl, what are we doing? We are talking about our discipleship pathway, which is something that I'm excited about. I know you are as well, Pastor Marty. Well, very, very good. Since this this is called Grasp the Bible, Mm -hmm. um, and we generally try to build everything we talk about off of the Bible, what is going to be our key passage for all that we talk about today? Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, otherwise known as the Great Commission. Great. And it's not the Great Omission. Correct. Mm -hmm. It's not something we ignore. Mm -hmm. It is something that we do, right? Correct. Great. And you know what I love about the idea of commission is, you know, an officer is commissioned. Mm -hmm. A missionary is commissioned. It's a time when you're giving a task, you're given a task and you're sent out to do it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the discipleship pathway is about, right? Absolutely. And here's the thing, and I'm, I'm so happy you mentioned the word missionary, because I think that if we speak to the average Christian and, and ask them, what is a missionary? Typically, we think of some super spiritual person who goes off to a third world country and lives in a hut and learns a new language to communicate with people and never sees America again. Okay. No, some people do that. But we are all called to be missionaries. And so what if a we adopted a missionary mindset. And so, in other words, our identity is a missionary. So, what does that look like? Uh, so, let's say then that you are a plumber or an electrician or another blue-collar trade. Great. Are you a plumber or electrician or are you an ordained plumber or electrician? In other words, are you a missionary who happens to earn a living by being a plumber or electrician? Or are you defining yourself by your occupation? Or if you're a teacher or accountant or a lawyer, right? So many times we make our identity about what we do. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Great. All those things. But I think we should look at it differently. In other words, we are missionaries first, missionaries who happen to earn a living or happen to do something else as our vocation while we are on mission for God. And the most famous biblical example of this is Paul. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so this is not a, a new or a modern idea, something just you pulled out of the thin air. Though, Literally, there, there are two models. Mm-hmm. You and I happen to be able to put aside all of our time mm-hmm. and our energy into um, working with and through the church. Mm-hmm. And then the other model is that you have an occupation and that that's a holy occupation. Uh, there's a famous monk, no one really cares about his name, but he, he wrote a book and his idea was that he worked in a kitchen. And he said, you know what? I, I will peel potatoes for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And, and he actually says that you find holiness in the mundane things of life. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I, I like that idea that as we go through our life, everything we do is ordained or mm-hmm. ordained is set apart by God, right? Yes. But the most important part of it all is I think we have to um, look at Matthew uh, 28 here and it, and see what God is talking about. And he's talking about making a disciple mm-hmm. or making disciples. Mm-hmm. Well, what is a disciple? At its most basic level, a disciple is a learner. A disciple is a follower. So for us who happen to be Christians, 
we are disciples of Jesus Christ. We are his followers. And so a disciple follows the commands of a master and follows in that person's footsteps. And so that's what we are called to be. But not only we're called to be that, but then we're also called to go and make people who are like that as well. Okay, very, very good. Now, you just use the word make people. Mm-hmm. That sounds a little creepy. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're sitting there with a little clay making little people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is a process, right, that, that we follow to make disciples. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just kind of joking about that, but, but there is actually a process, right? Yeah, so think about the word disciple. It sounds an awful lot like the word discipline. We don't just luck up on being a disciple. We don't happen to stumble into it. It's a disciplined process. And here's the way I like to explain it. So we are called to make disciples. Great. We have some great examples in the Bible of what discipleship is. So then the question is, okay, what are we to be doing to make disciples? How are we going about intentionally to do that? And so think about car manufacturers. Okay. I don't own a Corvette. I think it'd be great to have one. But when Chevy goes about designing a new Corvette, they have engineers, they have all kinds of people who are involved and they say, here is the final product. Our 2024 Chevy Corvette will look like this. Here will be all the specifications. So they know in advance what their end product is supposed to look like. Great. Knowing what it's supposed to be like in the end, then they have to say, what are all the inputs that we're going to need to make this? What are all the parts? What people do we need to be do we need to have in all this? And then finally, what processors or what equipment do they need in order to build it? So they have they have the raw materials going in, they have a process, and then a car comes out with the exact specifications that they designed. So what if we looked at discipleship in that way? What if we were very intentional? What if we were very strategic and said, we know based on the Bible, these are the traits of a disciple. Great. So then what things, what processes do we need to be employing as we go about taking Christians or new Christians, or maybe folks who have been Christians for a while, but they have never been discipled, how do we lead them through a process to get them to be more like a, a disciple? Sounds complicated. Mm-hmm. It, it, but, but it is, right? It, and I tell my, my family all the time, there are things we do that have um, temporal or um, implications here on earth. And there's things we do that have eternal implications. So disciple making, um, and, and I always struggle with this because, you know, we, we will say things like disciple making is the chief end of the church. Um, and I do believe it's part of that for sure, you know, but, when, you know, our job is glorifying God mm-hmm. and implementing his mission on the, this earth. But a huge portion of that is what? Making disciples. Mm-hmm. So the context for us is Spring Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people listening. Uh, the context will be Spring Baptist Church. So how do we um, make disciples at Spring Baptist Church? Yeah, so for us, historically, we have offered a number of classes, and we've called them all discipleship classes. Well, under Discipleship Pathway, we become very intentional and said that we are going to <clears throat> say that there are certain traits that we're after, and there are eight signposts or markers that we've identified that should be characteristics of a disciple of Jesus. And so 
for us, we are designing classes uh, all around these central ideas. So that is uh, that's our system here. Very simple on one hand, but then complex on the other. And before we go further, I want to make one thing very clear because I, earlier I talked about making disciples, and I want to make sure folks know this is not a one and done kind of thing. Okay, and the, the, the catchphrase for our discipleship pathway is this: is that discipleship is about a direction, not a destination. And here's what I mean: no matter if you are six years old and just became a Christian, or you are 100 years old and have walked with Moses. Okay, my point is is that discipleship never ends as long as the Lord has us here on this earth. And so we never really fully arrive. And so what you'll discover in our discipleship pathway is that the trail never ends. The path keeps going as long as we are moving in this direction of becoming more like Jesus. And so for us, you don't simply complete a series of classes and say, oh, that's it. I'm done. Now I'm now a disciple. No, it's it's a process that never ends. And that's a little hard in our modern American mindset. Mm-hmm. I probably told this story before. If I have, you guys can tune me out. But um, I was in martial arts and my grandmaster was Korean and he came over and he helped in- institute Taekwondo in the United States. He was part of the Grand Council that brought Taekwondo over to the United States. And the thing that he said, they did not have colored belts. He, you know, He's probably 90 now. They didn't have colored belts in Korea. You're, you started with a white belt and it got dirtier and eventually it's kind of brownish. And then you got really strong and it became red because you hurt people and they bled. And then eventually after you've done it a really long time, your, your belt was so dirty it was black. That's literally where that came from. But he found that Americans had to have steps so they felt like they were accomplishing things along the way. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's white, and then very quickly you go one stripe, two stripe, three stripes, and then you roll up to yellow belt, and then to orange belt. What's interesting is every time you went up a belt, it took about twice as long mm-hmm. to get to the next belt. But his idea, and the council's idea, was that Americans just need um, goals. So that's one of the things that, the, kind of one of the reasons that we have the signposts. Mm-hmm. Is that because we're never going to be finished? You've already said this because it's a direction, not a destination. Mm-hmm. But we have to give people markers along the way, just because it's it's the way our minds work. Right. So how many do we have, um, and how how many do we do we focus in on these signposts? How many? We have eight. We have eight of them, right? So as we're looking at eight of them, and does it matter what order they're in? Nope, not at all. Okay. Does does it matter? Um, how often you visit each signpost. Nope, not at all. But does it matter that you visit each signpost? Absolutely. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense, hopefully, for all of us. So there is an order to it, but if you come in and we're halfway through maybe a three-year rotation, you don't have to wait three years. Right. You can jump right into the system. So let's talk about our eight signposts. Okay, number one, and this is foundational, Bible engagement. We want people to be able to read and study and understand the Bible on their own. Because if you're not regularly doing those things, it's hard to grow and be a disciple if you don't know what God's Word says. So uh, as much as we want, we want people to be here on Sunday mornings uh, for uh, our preaching time and our worship, 
Um, we want you to feed yourself during the week. So we want to equip people to be able to read the Bible on their own. Okay, that's number one. What's number two? Obeying God and denying self. And let, let's face it, Pastor Marty, you and I have kids, and they're no different from us when we were growing up. It's all about me, me, me. Really? I Believe it or not. Oh, okay, yeah. And I, some I, adults are still like that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> but we are called to obey God and deny ourselves. So what does it look like to live our lives for Him and not us? So that's a second signpost. Third signpost. Serving God and others. So it's all about, again, getting our attention off of us and how do we serve God wherever he wants us to serve? And then more importantly, then how do we serve others as well? And number four, sharing Christ. In other words, are we out evangelizing? Are we out telling people about who Jesus Christ is and what he's done in our lives? Number five, exercising faith. Again, like I mentioned last time with First Peter, a faith that cannot be tested cannot be trusted. And so uh, we are called to live in ways where we have to exercise our faith, our dependence on God. And so that's what that signpost is about. And number six, seeking God. We are to be constantly pursuing God in our daily lives. And so that signpost, if, if we are seeking God here then regularly, then we know we're on the right path. And number seven, building relationships. Uh, if we look, there are a number of one another passages in the New Testament. We're called to care for one another, love one another, serve one another. And so we can't do that unless we are in relationships with others. And so we need to learn what does it mean to build healthy Christian relationships with others. And finally, number eight, unashamed, living a transparent life, not being embarrassed or not being ashamed to call ourselves Christians. Okay, so let's run through them again. Bible engagement. Mm -hmm. Obeying God and denying self, yep. serving God and others, mm -hmm. sharing Christ, exercising faith, seeking God, building relationships, and unashamed or being transparent or having transparency. Mm -hmm. Those are our eight signposts. Now, now we've, we've explained all this, and you and I have been part of this, working on this for a good while now. Mm -hmm. So it makes a lot of sense to us. Mm -hmm. So let's explain to the average, let's say, church member that, that wants to listen. If they're trying to listen to this and figure out what it is we're talking about, are we about ready to burn the whole church down and start over? Or what does this look like and how are we going to implement this? Gotcha. Great questions. So if you are a member of Spring Baptist Church, what you'll have noticed over the last couple of years is that we offer, in addition to our Sunday morning, worship service in our life groups, uh, during the week, we will have different Bible studies. And so that's what we are calling those. We are calling those Bible studies. But in addition to that, now we are rolling out discipleship pathways. So in addition to our Bible study classes, you will notice one course being offered per semester that's under the title of discipleship pathway. And so what we decided to do, because again, Bible engagement is number one, we have decided to start with a Bible engagement class, and it's a 12-week class. Now, here is the great thing, is that we offer that in person. Uh, right now, it's at the Klein campus on Wednesday nights uh, from 6.30 to 8. But what happens is that instructor, he also teaches the lesson all over again on Thursdays, but he records it in a studio 
And then we upload that to our church website to make that available. So he has his recorded presentation there. He has the slides there. And he has a little lesson um, outline for each time of what, what people are going to learn during that particular lesson. And all that is uploaded to a particular place on our website. So it is always there. Now, what is the purpose? I know what the purpose is, but I'm asking for everyone else. Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of archiving and keeping it on video and offering it live? So uh, some folks prefer to be in person and they can make it in person. And it gives them the opportunity to interact with others in the course and to ask the instructor questions along the way. Now, sometimes some of those people, they have to travel out of town or they go on vacation and they'll miss a week. Well, the great thing is they don't have to miss any of the content because they can still look at it online for the week or times they missed. Now, here's the other thing too, Pastor Marty, and you and I have talked about this a lot, is that Spring Baptist Church does not exist for itself and for its members. We believe that God has called us to serve not only Spring, but then make all our resources available for free to anyone in the world because we know some folks are homebound. Some folks don't live near a Bible teaching or Bible preaching church. Other people live in countries where Christianity is not the dominant religion, so they don't have access to a church. And so we post this online to where no matter where you are in the world, you can access this information for free and get really good um, Christian training, and in particular, how to be a disciple of Jesus. That's a great word. Now, let's talk about how often these things will be offered, mm -hmm. what's offered, um, and kind of the cycle of it all. So we plan on offering one discipleship uh, class or signpost each semester. So there will be one in the fall, and then there will be one in the spring. And so with eight signposts, the idea is to repeat the entire cycle every four years. So uh, we will do that. And then after four years, what we'll do is we'll start the cycle all over again, but perhaps with different content. So we've identified a particular resource we're using right now for Bible engagement. Maybe in four years, we'll have a different resource, and we will walk through that for Bible engagement as well. And again, as we are teaching these, we're going to be uploading them to our website. And the idea will be at the end of all four years, we'll have all the signposts there. And people can come in at any time, at any particular one, and begin that process. And we will simply just continue to add all these videos to make more and more resources available for people for free. Now, in talking about our resources, where are they available online? So, go to springbaptist.org, and you will find a tab near the top called Resources. If you click there, then you're going to, uh, I'm sorry, let me back up here. So, go to springbaptist.org. Org, and then you'll find a tab that says Grow. And then under Grow, if you'll click there, you'll see My Pathway. And if you click that, it will take you to that web page. Very good. And there should also be a link in our app. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try. And, then, and if you're listening to this, this is what, like March of 2023. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this in the distant future, mm -hmm. um, things may... Um, move around or change, but our philosophy isn't going to change on this. Right. Um, our, our, our goal is to provide these things on a reoccurring basis so that, because really we woke up one day and went, you know, we're basically offering a deep fried buffet to everybody. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of stuff they really, really want. You know, my kids love fried okra. Mm-hmm. They love fried chicken. Mm-hmm. They love French fries. Mm-hmm. I, they love everything fried, right? Yes. But sometimes we got to put broccoli on the table. Yes. And, mm-hmm. um, and so this is both our attempt to implement a vision to help people move in the same direction, but also we feel like our responsibility. Absolutely. To provide um, resources that help people become all that God wants them to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you mentioned the app because here's the great thing. If you have a smartphone, you can download our Spring Baptist Church app and you can access all the content of Discipleship Pathway on your phone. So you can go to the gym and you can watch the videos there or whenever you're traveling or whatever you want to do and you have your phone with you, you will always have access to that same content. What a great word. Now, as we're kind of wrapping up our time today, and thank you for joining us and and for listening listening to us on this 100th episode as we talk about something near and dear to our hearts. Do you have anything that you just want to just say as we're kind of wrapping up today's time together? Well, let me encourage you, no matter how long you've walked with Jesus, I know that you will find something in Discipleship Pathway that will help you um, with that relationship you have with the Lord. It will help you grow, and it will also equip you to turn around and go and make disciples of others. And that's that's the really critical part here. So many times we end up being a vessel instead of a conduit. In other words, we love getting poured into, but it stops with us. And the whole idea is that we are to be disciples who make disciples. So in other words, it doesn't stop with us. We are simply a pipeline through which that information now flows. And we share that with others as well in order to disciple them and see them grow. What a great way to sum up today's study. Now, um, you can check out the show notes and they're very exhaustive, not exhausting, but exhaustive. They, they have a lot of great detail. Each one of our eight signposts is outlined in, in pretty good detail. So if you really want to catch that again, as well as a lot of what we talked about, the introduction to those things. But the big thing you need to check out is um, our online resources and our website. Our website is springbaptist.org. And um, you can just go there and you go to the Grow tab and then under My Pathway, you'll see all of that. You can also download our app from any of your app store preferences at Spring Baptist Church, Spring, Texas, and you can check all of that out. Now, again, thank you for joining us today. Pastor Hill, thank you for 100 episodes. Hey, thank you. This has been fantastic. And listeners, thank you as well. We cannot thank you enough. And in fact, Pastor Marty, I received a notification the other day that we have over 5,500 downloads. And looking at the um, at where people are listening, we have people from all over the world who are listening to the podcast. And so listeners, thank you for, for bearing with us. We pray and hope that you are finding value and that through the material that we offer through Grasp the Bible, that your faith is being deepened. Your walk with the Lord is transforming your life. What a great word. Join us next week as we continue our study in the book of First Peter.